ton of question marks about what they knew they were doing versus like they didn't have they didn't really have a good beat on this thing. Like I think they thought that Kevin Durant was going to stay and his loyalty to Kyrie who brought him here, right? That's why they came here. That's why Knicks fans are celebrating today because during that free agency that summer of 2019, there was rumblings of them both coming to New York, them teaming up together. And Kyrie specifically chose the Nets and KD came with him to the Nets and they felt shunned. They felt like, how could they pick little brother? How could they pick the second team in New York? Nobody cares about the Nets. Nobody likes the Nets. That's not true anymore. The Nets are relevant no matter what anyone wants to say. The whole NBA world can say that they're laughing at the Nets, but they're talking about the Nets. I feel bad for the youth. I feel bad for the young kids that came into the Nets within the last five years or so. And they had the fun team with the the dancing and D'Lo and uh, Karis and Spencer and Joe Harris and Jared Allen and those guys. And then we got rid of that and it was like, holy shit, we got superstar talent. That's literally why they moved the team from East Rutherford to Brooklyn, right? Players didn't want to go live in the swamps of New Jersey and play in the Meadowlands. The arena was trash. The whole, everything around it was not good. Fans weren't showing up. I remember those days. They moved from Continental Airlines Arena to the Rock where the Devils play. It was crickets. You could get in those games for $15. They moved the franchise for greener pastures. Twice now, they have made the mistake of going the superstar route. I, I know you guys don't know all the history because you are young, and I do have some compassion for the kids that are hurt because I think about if I was a kid waking up to the KD news after dealing with the Kyrie stuff earlier this week, I would be completely crushed. But there are better days ahead. They're not completely empty, right? The it's not the cupboard is not barren. They have some talented players and they have a coach. They are in fifth place. These guys are gonna play. They've got like 28 games left in this season. They should be a playoff team, maybe a play-in team. Let it all play out. That's what hurt me the most, to be honest, is I had to wake up and, and tell my oldest son, Raj, uh, that that jersey I got him at the, the game we went to, you know, I, I, we're going to have to get you another one. And I want to tell you this before the kids at school say something to you. Because, you know, yeah. they, they're old enough now where they, they start talking that. And he had gone to me the other day and said, is Kevin Durant going to get traded? You know, and, and I knew when I walked in there throwing that thing. And I saw that white Basquiat. I saw how fire it was. I saw the look on his face. And I saw the price tag. And I went, <laughs> I didn't buy one. I stopped buying those yeah. guys' jerseys. Uh, it was worth it for the moment. The moment was priceless, right? The moment was priceless, but I knew there was a risk involved. I was hopeful that KD would take the burden on and go through. He didn't. It is what it is. Uh, I'm, I told him, pick your favorite player. I'll, I'll replace it. I'll get you a new one with your favorite player on the new team, and, and we'll go from there because those guys are likely to be here longer. If I'm blaming management for anything, it's this. One, they waited forever to hold Kyrie accountable for anything. You know, like, he got away with all that stuff for so long, and then they went the hardline stance route, and it broke apart. Kevin Durant, the thing I'll blame them for is if they thought he was staying, well, then make him stay because he's under contract, or work as if you were going to ship him off. Don't let your hand be forced in these situations. Put your big boy pants on. As far as the, the the roster itself, though, I think you're underselling a little bit the players they got. What did KD say? It's a wings league. The Nets have more wings than any team in the league. I think they will be elite defensively. 
my, my question comes from shot creation. Obviously, a lot's going to fall on Cam. We'll see how special this run actually is. Bridges can score. Johnson can score. Dinwiddie can score. They'll, they'll be lacking when you get we to the didn't play- clocks. Yeah. They'll be lacking when it gets to playoff lockdown defense and teams scheming for you. But I do think it's a good competitive team. Like, all the Knicks fans are laughing, and I get it. I understand why they're doing it. But I'm not so sure the Nets still aren't better than the Knicks, for instance. Yeah, and I think people are forgetting the fact that not only are the Nets in a better position with the roster that they're in than I feel like people feel like they are, but I think I think people are forgetting where we're sitting in the East, right? We're currently in fifth place in the East. We're 10 games above 500. We're going to make the playoffs. There's uh, it, Everybody makes the playoffs, at least the play-ins. Like, there would have to be some sort of a disaster of metric proportions, and the Nets lose every game for the rest of the season for us to not make the playoffs. And, you know, at the end of the day, we have a core to build around of players who are under contract. I would have liked to have seen Joe Harris uh, and Seth move on, but Bridges, Cam Johnson, we got players who are under contract for multiple years. Clax is under contract for multiple years. Obviously, Cam Thomas is under contract for multiple years. We have a great young core. We are still, and I stand by this, despite what you know, Ix fans want to say, the preeminent team in the greatest city in the world. We are an attractive franchise. And say what you will about the Kevin Durant trade, but at the very least, at the very least, when we traded him, putting aside what we got in return, putting aside everything else, the Nets left him and our relationship with him off on a good note. They did him a solid. They traded him to the team that he wanted to be traded to when it became clear that he really wanted to move. And I don't necessarily agree. I would have preferred if the Nets held him out, held on to him and just tried to work things out, tried to build another contender for next year. Who knows? But we maintained a relationship with that level of a superstar to the point where I feel comfortable and confident in saying that there is no reason why the Nets will not be able to make a run at other superstars and get other superstars. Yeah, that narrative is nonsense, bro. And Kyrie Kyrie playing into it. Like I, I said before we went live, like I, I hate that we supported the guy and that, you know, he was one of ours, so we really went to bat for him. And then as soon as he's out of here, he's like, Oh, I'm I'm just happy Kev got out of there. You know, we'll we'll get to see each other a little more since we're in the West. What the fuck are you talking about? You were on the same team. See each other more? You were, you were in the same locker room. Are you high? No, you're just delusional. So I don't think it's true about, um, you know, now that these two are out, other superstars are never going to want to come to Brooklyn. They built this Nets world. It is very appealing to come to New York City for multiple reasons. Now there's some guys and some young talent on this roster. It doesn't matter what they say in the media. Let this all play out. Let's see how it works. If you're an NBA fan, you've watched Kyrie leave the Cavs and LeBron, leave Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Now, I'm not going to leave my guy seven, leave the Brooklyn Nets and leave Kevin Durant where he was forced into, or the Nets were forced into honoring their word. I think this summer they told him, hey, if this thing doesn't go well, we will trade you to the one place you want to go. The Suns have a new owner. They were just in town Tuesday and he's going to Phoenix for Super Bowl week. Good for him. Like, I understand everybody's upset and there's a lot of emotion. But what I what I want to get through on this podcast is these guys didn't win a damn thing. This was a disaster. It was a colossal fail. It was all hype. 
And you can't live your life off of potential. You can't do business off of hope and theory and what you think is going to happen. You can only base things off of results. The results they got was a first round sweep last year by the eventual team that went to the finals. And the year before, I, I will forever feel like this. That was their year. But the basketball gods were not ready for that big three. Injuries and this much separated Kevin Durant from hitting a three-pointer versus a two-pointer. And then Giannis gets his time. It was the it was the Bucks time. It wasn't the Nets time. We're still searching for the team that's going to put us back in a championship. This whole thing is a cautionary tale. You've heard me say that. I think less teams in the NBA, less owners in the NBA, are going to be inclined to giving up everything for diva-type players that demand everything and then don't show up for you. They're either hurt or they got their own things going on. They're not on the floor enough. It's not worth it. I am perfectly fine with the Nets deciding to do business in a uh, respectable way and not just like putting the fans uh, through another four years of nonsense with no championship to show for it. You know, it's funny because, first of all, Kyrie's got a handle, but he doesn't have any self-awareness, right? That's one thing. Number two, what's the um, last team that won via free agency that didn't sign LeBron James? You know, like, it, it, I can't think of it. When you go, like, we keep going, superstar players, free agency. Who? Who? I mean, Ka- Kawhi was traded to the, the Raptors. Uh, I guess you could say Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, but they already— They drafted that Raptors yeah, team. They, like, and, and the Warriors were already a championship core before that so it's really only been where lebron james has gone that a free agent has actually changed the dynamics of the nba all these other teams we're talking about the boston celtics they drafted their guys you know the bucks they drafted Giannis, I guess right you go back to the celtics with garnett and and pearson but those uh, were even Ray allen those were right i mean but like putting the big three together putting groups of stars together you got to draft. You got to build through the draft. And and I hope that if, you know, you look at what we've done here, we can hit on some draft picks moving forward. Go ahead, Robin. That's something that Sean Marks has done well. If we're going to give him credit for something, I mean, Nick Claxton, Cam Thomas, some of these guys we're talking about. I, I think Bridges is somebody that can develop. So what are the, the Nets missing right now? They're missing a superstar, right? Like that, that is what it is. It, it, it um, lowers the ceiling. But I think the floor of the team is, is pretty high. They've restocked the, the draft capital, so you're not just sitting there for the rest of time wondering, you know, when they're going to have a draft pick again. There, something good is just going to have to happen. 